0: Surprising, aggressive, outgoing, young, bold, vicious. He'll do.
1: Shall we play a game? He's finally matched his
2: meat. Would you like to know more?
0: halfway before.
2: Column Soon, the whole world will know my name. The Doomsday Clock.
1: Week 80, 4 hours 15 minutes to Doomsday. So Babs, look,
3: we've watched a lot of stuff in the last couple of weeks, it's probably about time that I watch something a little educational, something that might require me to think a little bit and you know what, if we could do it with, I don't know, an educational assist, that would be great much like the the entertainment companion, that'd be fantastic so hit the archives find me something, I want to do some learning
1: One six hour marathon of Elmo teaches the history of robot Nazis and children's television coming right up
2: Class of... 1999, 1990. Robot teachers have been secretly placed in the schools where the students have run riot. The teachers do a good job of controlling the unruly youngsters until they go too far, and some students get suspicious. ¶¶ In 1998, six million violent incidents took place in American high schools, including 29,927 teacher fatalities. The public school system has been reduced to a battlefield. But the Board of Education has just found a solution. Help me. The perfect solution. You're next, Mr. Cope. <laughs> For the class of 1999. What are you? The class of 1999. These androids were supposed to educate the students. Battle droids, miles Battle droids. To graduate is to survive. Yeah! Which versus the doomsday?
3: Entertainment assistant, I know you you're, you're Gary right Gary Hill wait how, how did I get here so okay I don't want to go into too much detail but you've been combined with a movie a bit like a director's uh, audio track huh this is, uh, this is all new to me uh, alright so it sounds like it, it wasn't willing and for that I'm sorry um I on look a little bit of a negative side. there's a really good chance that you may already be dead
4: Dead? And this is this is non-consensual death. A non-consensual, uh, you know. I don't even know what you would call this. It's strange. It's all strange. What,
3: what, what, look, uh, maybe maybe you volunteered for something. I don't know. Maybe you fell asleep and they put a helmet on your head, stole your thoughts. I'm not 100% sure. All I really know is that I put in the Blu-ray for 1990s, the class of 1999, and you came with it.
4: Much like they say in the, the village, you know, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Here we are. Here we are.
3: So, while we're here, this, of course, as I mentioned, is 1990s, the class of 1999, a runtime of one hour and 39 minutes. It was directed by Mark L. Lester, best known for 1984's Firestarter, 1985's Commando, and the 1974 exploitation classic, Truck Stop Women.
4: I think it's also important to mention that uh, Class of 1984 was a thing, and this may or may not be a sequel to that, I I couldn't tell you, because it takes place in the same high school, with the same name anyway, so the connection is really, really strange.
3: (laughs) And both movies have a McDowell in them. Yes, they do. See, that's, that's the link. It's a cross-dimensional McDowellism. That McDowell paycheck is just working. Mm, working for the big payback. So, speaking of people that were working for the big payback, this movie stars Stacy Keach as Dr. Bob Forrest, best known for having an amazing Hollywood career, which includes movies, TVs, cartoon voiceovers, and a face that was born to play a hard-boiled noir detective. And he
4: did. He did. Yes. He was—he was, he he was one, of, he's one okay. of the elusive Mike Hammers.
3: Mm, he, he was a mm-hmm. hammer. Stop, Mike Hammer. Talk. Yes, uh, and <laughs> he was—he was, he was also—he was also in one of my favorite movies, Sin City.
4: Yeah, that's a winner. It's oh, an awesome movie.
3: Now, we did mention a McDowell, and this movie has Malcolm McDowell as Dr. Miles Langford, best known for 1971's A Clockwork Orange and 262 other credits in TV, movies, voiceovers, cartoons, and video
4: games. Including a Lunchables commercial, which is hilarious. Look that up, people. And in, oh, in, 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 the, go, in the archives, if you will. <laughs> there you go.
3: Google it. You know you want to. Things that we all want to, this movie also stars Pat Greer as Ms. Connors, best known for being the hottest, most kick-ass woman in seventies exploitation cinema, amongst other things. Mm. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm. So I'll say I will make random grunts at that, yes. Mm. Mm.
3: <laughs> well, I I know right now, Vanessa, who's been on the show before, is going
4: oh, you yeah. do yeah, you know it, man, you know it. <laughs>
0: Problems play
1: to too much technology, machines to save our lives, machines impressions count
3: so we're in the future again uh, although 1990 is the future which i'm not sure about but because this isn't the now future it's a different future from uh, and it's not your future because you weren't there anyway so we know it's the future because there are blue neon computer images and a computer voice narration
4: yeah just just like uh well this is the first part where they take something from something else this reminds you a lot of escape from new york but you know Ooh. teenage you know fashion victims in a and actual victims
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and actual victims there's a, there's a lot of victims you know it, it it it's a bit like the new romantics meets war games mm-hmm. um just it's just it's weird now speaking of things that are a little weird I think we would be remiss if we didn't talk about Stacy Keach's Snow White rat-tailed mullet.
4: You have to because it's spectacular, and the 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 um, the contact lenses he wears in the film, oh, and and the b- with no explanation at all, no one questions it. No, is, no one says, it. "Is he is, it's just is he a robot? Do you, do you think he's a robot?" You find out at the end of the movie that he may or may not be a robot, but you know it's it's. It, the, the contact lenses and the banana salad, okay, and not to mention the white lab coat oh, all the time.
3: Oh, I love, I love it so much because that, that just is. You know what? I reckon he just turned up, went, oh, "I want that hair and that jacket." I'm throwing the lenses. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> if i have to do this movie, I'm doing it
4: my way. Oh, what one tone now, to it? It's amazing. I it. One, one, one oh, tone of voice.
3: Yeah, just. It's just flat Stacey. It's unimpressed Stacey Keach. It's just like, if I've got to do it, it... It's... I know I've used this before, but it's Christopher Lee, like, end of Dracula type acting. Yes. The, uh, I have to be here, I got paid, but I'm just gonna... I'm gonna do it my way, and fuck you. By
4: <laughs> well, it's if I, this is probably, like, my third favourite Stacey Keach. I couldn't tell you what the second favourite is, but the first is... There's a random part in the 30 Rock episode in which he's selling a couch... that that, that Alec Baldwin he fucked up in production for so they're gonna sell it as like a a way to torture terrorists in the Middle East (laughs) so just look up Stacy Keach couch 30 30 Rock and you'll probably laugh at it like I do it's it's amazing
3: oh my god
4: (laughs) yeah speaking of
3: things that are a little random there's, there's no law, there's clearly a housing problem, there's safety issues, but education is a high priority. How how does that work? Well, oh, yeah. what, what level of government are we working with here?
4: Well, yeah, I guess it's no ruffle shirt left behind, if you will, because... <laughs> Yeah, they're trying to get these gang gangbangers out of prison and back into school, I guess, to make them productive members of society, but but yeah, they're still I... just doing their own thing, and yeah, their answer is amazing, and to this problem is amazing, so we'll get into that.
3: It is, we, we, we'll get into that, because, and look, we've mentioned it a few times, but the, the kids look like they were, I don't know, as I mentioned, straight out of the, the New Romantics, and um, Sonny, who was, was in there, I think he had the Steve Tyler starter kit. Mm-hmm
4: sunny oh breaks down you had the black hearts you have the the razor heads the, the black hearts are your more theatrical uh, gang members with, with the purple shirts and the and the the, the, the oh, denim yes. jackets and looking fabulous with their beautiful quaffs of hair I'm talking to you Bradley Gregg uh Cody called <laughs> himself just out of prison just with that beautiful hair just just that's that's not jail here, people. Okay. But, no, but,
3: no. But, I wondered that whether there was know, some sort of exit process in prison. You, know, you went through the hairdresser in the salon and got to pick out a new outfit on the way out. Like uh,
4: I get that. Got to gotta have product in prison. It's got to look good. It's got to look good for the boys, you know. And uh, you, you do. But and then you got the razorheads who are Mexican gangbangers who are who are outfitted by possibly the people in the Road Warrior because they're all got spiked leather jackets on and just hanging out, you know.
3: Oh, well, you know what? As I've learned recently, uh, the road warrior is heavily leaned into by a lot of movies.
4: It, it, it's it's a good homage every time, though.
3: Yeah, it is. It is. Um, now, you, you mentioned Cody. Now, was it just me, or is is Cody a, a budget Corey?
4: You know what? He he had his time. You know, he's in like he always played like a background character and stuff. Yeah, he played Philip and the the, the the Puppet Kid and Nightmare Three. He, oh. he was in um. Stand by me, he was uh, Eyeball Chambers, he was uh, River Phoenix's brother in that movie. He, he was, um, he- he's always that background character and stuff. This is like the only time he got to be like a star in the movie, like the star of the movie.
3: Yeah, he was a star. and then I think they went. You know what? We've got the extra cash. We'll just get a Corey. Mm-hmm. It'll be easier.
4: Yeah, they were not available, and I'm. You know what? I'm kind of grateful because it really gave him a chance to shine.
3: It, it did. Mm. It did.
4: And look, he, he did. He did a good job. He did a good job, uh, despite the fact that no
3: one believed him.
4: No, nobody. Yeah. You
3: know, no, nobody believed the fact that it, there was something just distinctly wrong. Um, and look, look, you know, while we're talking about things that were homages, uh, the the big LED signs of obey learn conform that 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 was a very much uh, I was waiting for Rowdy Roddy Piper to pop out and put glasses on them oh yeah
5: <laughs> it's not real not real
3: it's oh, crazy now one of the other crazy things was Roddy McDowell Roddy Malcolm McDowell's daughter in this movie at, at what thought process do you have going? You know what? I'm the principal of a war zone school. I think I'll just transfer my suburban daughter into here.
4: She'll be fine. You know, I think it's more her than, than the father because she seemed like a real not like uppity woman, but she seemed like okay. I, I'm going to go hang out with these these dudes that I know are terrible people. I mean, yeah. you know what? I can handle that. But it, but apparently yeah. she couldn't handle it because by 20 minutes of the film she's nearly raped by by uh, one of the black arts and uh <laughs> oh, no uh, that was one of the
3: razorheads uh, not well, one of the razorheads heads. I'm sorry it was one of the because because Cody dived in to save her he's,
4: he's getting in there man you know and
3: oh he was swinging and punching and everything else and
4: she's still, she's and, still yeah. smug as shit throughout the whole film despite despite the fact that she almost was raped by this razorhead oh no look you know raped nearly killed there's
3: like the gun collection says in that school was unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs>
4: just, you, you gotta have an arsenal in a school full of toughs and that, that's just how it works, oh. right, you know?
3: Yeah. yeah. I want to know how the ticketing system worked on that. Like, you know, do you get a specific color ticket depending on the size of your weapon? Did you, you get multiple tickets? What if you lose a ticket? How do you
4: not get your gun back? How does you know, America, just, oh. you know <laughs> America's great. It works real fine. Yeah. Now,
3: things that work fine um and well potentially things that don't work fine now you know we're in we're in the school there's obviously a big issue with discipline do you go straight to um corporal punishment because that history bot rips out a very angry spank. Y-
4: yes you do because let me tell you why because if you, if you know the actor John P. Ryan he, he, mm. he's, in, he's in Runaway Train with, with Eric Roberts and John Voigt he's in tons of stuff oh, but he is, in he, tons he, he of is stuff. your classic manic baddie and the the, the face that the glee in his face that he makes when he's spanking that student profusely and this is a robot mind you So he's got a robot arm spanking the student it's gotta, oh, it's yeah. gotta be bruised. You can literally, you'll be able to sit down for for probably until you have surgery or something because <laughs> he is nailing that ass in in the, oh, in the funniest
3: oh, yeah. possible he, way. He wails at it. and and like you say, he's having the best fun
4: ever. <laughs> he's just grinning
3: like a lunatic.
4: Oh, it's great. Um, the heavies in this film the are all great. great, though. We'll get into all that, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, look the the well, you know, you've got you've got
3: Robo Cam teacher Pam. Who is just? She's just straight into it, and I I love the fact that you know there, there's no must, there's no fuss. They go straight from learning to ultra discipline. Well, she will play around. I mean,
4: I, I I would submit to Pam Greer, no problem. You know, I would take I would take the beating like like a man, and uh,
3: yeah, mm, yeah. But
4: I, I suppose you know the, the point
3: where I went maybe it's a bit too far is is when Sunny, not Sunny, is one of the other black arts pulls the gun. On, on Robo, G, Robo Coach, and he kills him.
4: Yeah, let, let's talk about Robo Coach. Robo Coach is played by uh, Patrick Kilpatrick. You don't know the name, but you've seen his face in like 180s and 90s movies at least. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He has been the villain forever. He's been in a, tons of stuff. I just watched Showdown with him, which is a to be a wonderful film for this. It's a good Karate Kid ripoff, oh, in which he plays the evil John Creese John type in that movie, you know. Uh, oh, fantastic. <laughs> it is wonderful. But, uh, yeah, he, he plays, you know, the the, the the macho military guy and to the point of when he's beating poor Cody Cody Culp to a pulp. pulp to a Culp. <laughs> culp. Oh, well actually, i said it five times. <laughs> culp to a pulp. There you go. Uh, he's He's got, like, he literally salutes him. Like, yeah. Yes. I was in the military, <laughs> you know. Yeah,
3: the military. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Yeah, I was waiting for him to have, like, a flashback or something. Oh, <laughs> I love it. He, oh he was like right on. And, and you know out of all of this we finally get to the lab you know where they're all being controlled and and poor Marv Marv's worried and I think Marv has every reason to be worried mm-hmm. he, you know he's just he. They, they went we need to find the nerdiest actor possible can you wear slightly bigger glasses could they cover most of your face and just oh that was it just me but that control room looked a lot like west world
4: it did yeah they, they took a lot from west world in this movie it took a lot from a lot of things in this movie and yeah it, it was kind of the same thing that they're, they're malfunctioning you know they're going back to the military protocol should we be worried and stacy king's like no this is all my plan oh. this is my plan all along <laughs> not really but all he, along he said that with his face which just proves <laughs> what a versatile actress Tasty Keach is, you know.
3: Yes. Uh, <laughs> and you know what? Let me have another
4: banana. Oh, yeah. You, you, you need to m the supply of bananas for this movie, you know. Wake
2: up, boy! This is your life! Come on, son! Well the five principles always in your face, telling you what to do. That brainless wit can kiss my ass!
1: Tell me what you learned and keep it nice.
3: Again, you know, drugs are a big issue in schools. And apparently, future drugs are always fun colours. They're bright blue, they're bright red, they're yellow. And this was called
4: Edge, is that right? Yeah, it was called edge. Edge. I forget what the one in RoboCop 2 was called but it was similar except uh he just put that shit in, just, it was called Nuke it was called Nuke you just, you just put the Nuke in your neck though with that little tab and, yeah. yeah
3: yes little little and, you know again lots of different bright colors they gotta be
4: shiny colors um, you know because you know Burnouts they love shiny colors and there's, there's they, there. they do and it's, and it's a good way to tell the difference between your drugs
3: you know you know you can't have more all being the same color because you could take the wrong mix and, and, and,
4: no and that does. sounds insulting some of my best friends are Burnouts okay so. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> wow, well,
3: you know, it's important to have a hobby. Yes. Um. Now, something that I've noticed in recent history that is that in the future, if you want your kid to have a career, they need to be a mechanic or a welder. And again, this movie confirmed that being a welder in in this future is definitely future proof.
4: Well, you know what? These kids aren't college material there. Which you know they they, they got they got to learn a trade, and you got to respect mm-hmm. that. And uh. You know, the world needs ditch diggers too, as one man once said. That, that
3: is true. But, you know, a, again, you know, all the cars had plenty of extra panels. Yes. And, and roll bars and everything on them. So, you know, you know what, kids? I've said it before and I'll say it again. Become a welder.
4: You need extra... The A-Team car say anything. you need extra panels on the side of your vehicles.
3: You do. And we all love it when a plan comes together. Yes. Now... I know that when I get a little bit angry, I get a little bit, uh, a little bit hot under the collar. But apparently, that's how they tell these teachers are going into combat mode is when they heat up. Now, I, I I wanted to know if there was a certain point where they'd start to melt down and just, oh no, they're overheating, <laughs> and go all melty man. But they didn't. Although no, actually, uh, who did? Paint greasy yeah. at the end. She with yeah, all melty on her hand.
4: She gets all flame on them, and, uh, yes, it's, I guess it's yeah. appropriate. She's working with all that Bunsen burners in the lab there, and it's <laughs> important stuff. Do you that think that,
3: that, that that's why they decided she'd be the, the, the chem teacher? Because <laughs> she had a built in Bunsen burner?
4: I, I don't think it's that smart, but yeah, I'd imagine that's why they made her the science teacher. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> so
3: why not uh, you know it seemed like a good idea at the time old
4: man history yeah. teacher uh, bu- buff stuff uh, macho motherfucker make him the gym teacher you know yeah, yeah. see th- it
3: makes perfect sense now Now that I think about it it makes perfect sense much like Stacy Keach going straight from murder cover up to blackmail to, to, to keep the, the principal in line you know there, there's no middle ground so no, no you helped us cover up the murder of the kid that the crazy robot teachers did so now I'm gonna blackmail value, so good luck with that.
4: Well, that's that's how it works, really, you know, because if you're as charismatic as he is, and if you're as milk toast as Malcolm McDowell is in this movie... You can control it pretty easily by saying, maybe we'll just tell these government folks about you, and yada, yada, yada.
3: Yeah, that's right. And then you'll, you'll lose this war zone that you're a principal of that your daughter's probably going to die in. But, yeah, okay. And, you know, Malcolm Dispense, oh, all right, then. Oh, like, yeah, no no, no, real extra
4: thought. Just straight into, yeah, okay. He's so, trying to mold the young minds while covering his ass real good. And that's a noble yeah. cause, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we need more teachers.
3: Need more teachers.
4: We need more teachers. We need more, more, more robots. You know, we need we need more everything. And these kids are. Uh, there's no such thing as a, as a bad boy. as the man. Said you know.
3: <laughs> no,
4: every kid has a purpose, and apparently
3: the purpose for one of the gangbangers is to be set on fire and thrown through a window. Oh,
4: no, you, well, you need that. You know, that, that's, that's just that's just good parenting right there. It's, it definitely sends
3: a message, right? This is, it definitely sends a message.
4: It's the same thing as, like, sticking in a, a fork in a light socket or, like, touching a hot pan. you got to know your boundaries. And that kid apparently is not very, you know, inflammable because he sees he's, a uh, He caught fire real good.
3: He did catch fire very quickly and very, very well. And, uh, yeah. If anything else had taught the other kids... That playing with fire is bad. Um, one of the things that they didn't really learn is the fact that uh, how to use ammo efficiently. Because Cody had a never-ending ammo clip in his Uzi.
4: Oh yeah, never-ending. Well, this is this is a an, an, an 80s action movie or. I, was it 89? I forget when this movie was made. It was 1990, I think. Yeah, when, 1990. Well, it was released in 99. I, but it, it, it might as well it, be it the,
3: the that, 80s, yeah. It
4: that high impact.
3: Yeah, it's that high impact, just shoot until somebody falls down theory. And
4: if you see the Mar- Mar- of, uh, Mark Lesser's other body of work, if you just watch Commando by itself, wh- wh- where <sighs> do all the bullets come from? Do you care? No, you know. No, no,
3: no. Because it's got Vernon Wells in it. I don't care about anything if Vernon Wells is in it.
4: Ugh. I don't need a gun, John! <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing that was good it was good
3: now look even during an abduction no one should waste hot pizza alright that was one of the things that really upset me they abduct that little hood and they,
4: the pizza just falls on the ground it's like what a waste it is quite a waste, a waste you know but if stripes has taught me anything you can salvage that real good and just bring it back into your apartment and possibly eat that later because you're that much of a loser and that is true
3: and if you're really lucky you'll find a woman to do the art Jemima drink
4: oh yeah oh, you need that man <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love a bit of that.
3: Now, um, RoboCop taught us that apparently, you know, corporations can create robots and and use them to help law enforcement. Uh, but again, we find out that uh, the default is to find just ex-battle droids and put them into any situation because it's a cheap turnaround. Um, that again, still not a really good idea.
4: Yeah, it, I guess it works for for. Uh, oh damn, OCP. I guess is good for anybody, you know.
3: Uh, Yeah, I don't don't know, it just sort of seemed to me, it's just like, clearly, you know, military robots, teaching robots, you know, would you give a gun to a speaking spell? That's what I'm trying to say. I
4: guess they're more efficient than those those samurai robots in RoboCop 3, though. Oh, that is true, that is true. And they're better with stairs than an ED-209. Definitely. Mm. Even when you get run over by a bus and you're a metallic bootleg Terminator and, you know... (laughs) With with, with, yeah. with with the soundtrack to match, did you notice that when, when that scene um, happened, that it sounded just like that chase music in the Terminator?
3: It did. I, I was I was I was almost waiting for a
4: <laughs> on your feet, soldier. <laughs>
3: Uh, look, we did mention the bus. Now, one of the things I did learn that apparently, if you drive the bus through the front of a school, it will explode. The whole front of the school will explode if you drive a bus through it.
4: Well, these are these are buses for for lesser fortunate children, so maybe they gave them like how how a Pinto used to be in the seventies, where if you just struck the back end, <laughs> it would explode. In a
3: the whole thing would just blow yeah. out. Yes, yeah, quite possibly. Quite possibly. Sp-
4: spare parts from the Pinto. That's that's my answer to that question. But it's not the it's not the front <laughs> end, so you know. It's more it's but, more the frog was fine. It's more combat effective that way. Rook,
0: rook, 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 rook in a high score. Well I don't care about history. Rock, rock.
1: How would you like to try something a little... different?
5: This'll keep you quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You caught me cutting a new show. I'm Beau Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting. But that comes at a cost. What's that? For just 2 bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for $5, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash legionpodcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room.
1: I'm sure you've got questions. Ask me anything.
3: <laughs> yeah. One of the questions that uh, look we were talking about ACP just before. Do you think there's ever been an organisation that starts with Mega that isn't evil?
4: No, not really. You know, well, well, the except. Um, no, because Mega is always huge, and you know, you gotta you gotta have. Uh, if you're gonna go evil, you might as well go Mega, right? Exactly, right. So MegaCorp straight
3: away. That was a red flag, and um, yeah. So you know what, kids? If you're, if I'm wrong, prove it. Um... Look, I love a motorcycle gang and I'm I'm a big believer that every movie that takes place in the future should have motorcycle barbarians. But is it safe to ride a motorbike in a war zone?
4: Well I guess it's it's a lot less clunky than their 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 panelled motorcade, he can get from True. from point A to point B a lot more efficiently and quickly. Mm. And of course, um, if you learn anything, again, if you, I I've talked to this guy before, the guy that played uh Cody Culp, and he he mm. was trained by uh he, he was trained by the guy, the star coordinator that that worked with Steve McQueen. So if the if wow, the, the, the motorcycle is good enough for Steve McQueen and the Great Escape, I think it's good enough for Cody Culp. There you go.
3: Hell yeah! <laughs> great Escape, awesome movie. Sorry, I just grabbed a drink.
4: That's okay. Now.
3: On a completely separate note, um, do smart girls give better head? I forgot that was a line of this
4: movie. I I heard that and just went, you what? I'm sorry. That's a break. I'm sorry. But I... um, I guess this smart girl would be a little more smug about it, you, you, you would think, and this is going to sound sexist as fuck, if the girl is truly <laughs> smart, I guess she could be more efficient at it, so maybe smart girls well, do get better head. I don't
3: know, it, uh, it's just worth thinking about, it was a question that I asked myself and I may never know because... You know what? Anytime anyone's involved in that, you don't want to be asking the question.
4: She seems like a girl that can grab the balls and the shaft and, and be, you know, working real well. You know, just, yeah, she's like that. Type of well, girl. look, she,
3: she definitely she had a thing for bad boys, and I reckon she could get a bit dirty.
4: I, I would love to like know like a backstory of this girl. Like maybe she had like a really bad sexual past, so so di- oh. so so daddy had to come, you know, have have her in his brand new high school that's supposedly safe because there's no weapons in there, supposedly, but they can get by security mm. no problem just so she doesn't he makes sure she don't date like a black guy or something again you know
3: oh it's, it's, you, you, we can't have that because you know during the 80s and 90s apparently that was a bad thing you know,
4: uh, uh, um, unwed teenage mother perhaps she probably had a couple abortions I'd like to know this girl's backstory because she just seems like yeah. a, a real go-getter
3: she does. She, she's really, really... You know, I, I'm thinking that maybe her whole backstory is Savage Streets. Yes. That's what I want to think. I think she's got the Savage Streets backstory. <laughs> now, while, while we think about that, if if you're a robot living in an apartment, do you need cupboards full of oil and WD-40?
4: Well, if you're a robot, you got to get, you know, like the man said, you've to get those pesky squeaks. And uh... <laughs> it, it was just...
3: I don't know. It, it just sort of struck me that seriously, there was no computer equipment there. It <laughs> was there was no nothing to do repairs. Just cupboards full of oil and WD-40. You know? It's, eh, you know.
4: Maybe that was in another room. I, I don't know, but it, 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 it's just... Maybe
3: that was in the garage. Because
4: if you have seen, uh, seen how clunky our, our robot man was moving at the end of this movie. You know, all <laughs> all stop motion like, which I, I like. I like the stop motion, real good. But he was moving very, very, very clunky, and maybe he didn't have his treatment that day.
3: Maybe that yeah, maybe he didn't get his oil that day, and his his hip joints were a bit grindy. Who knows?
4: Now um,
3: this movie again did did uh, did have a bit of a theme, and that theme to me was blowjobs because there was a question that came up that was um, when he was I think it was uh, when Hector of the Razorheads was asked, "Does he trust Cody?" He said,
4: "Like a vampire giving me a blowjob." Maybe he hooked up with a biter that he he wasn't too trusting of. You know cause that that could be a bad thing. I, I was just curious whether, whether it was a good thing or a bad thing you know it, look if that's your thing then great if you want to make Ryan if you want to make up, meet like a butcher it could be your thing it's not my thing exactly
3: but you know no no not for me <laughs> but you know what Hector if that's your business then more power to you um,
4: I don't kink shame anybody if he's into that kind of thing you know yeah go for it
3: go for it I'm gonna look at you know it is a war zone people are into different stuff they deal with stress differently um, What? why does no one believe Cody You know, we've seen, um, robo spankings, uh, complete fighting out of teaching. We've seen gym classes that end in, like, blood. No one believes, Cody, that there's something wrong with the teachers.
4: Because all the kids are on Dope. This is the thing. Oh. They're all on drugs. They're all on the edge. They're all, they're all on. They're the all edge. on the edge, and they're all violent people. So why should they listen to them? It works real well in that sense. You know, if you watch his sure. if you watch his predecessor, you had the you know the punks, you had like the nice kids, you know, and occasionally did we get high and fall a uh, flagpoles and uh yeah, mm. but uh this one they're they're yeah. all supposedly bad and. So, they got the whole juvenile delinquent thing going. Why should anybody believe them? So, no matter what, what, what um, drug-laden, perfectly quaffed, Cody Culp would say, you know... <laughs> It, it, why should they believe him? Really, you know. No,
3: nah, that's right. Cle- clearly, it was a drug nightmare that Cody was having, and no one wanted to believe him. hallucinations. You know, ah, hallucinations. It's, it's, you it's, know. It's,
4: it's all it's all anti vaxxers and you know behavioral meds. Okay, <laughs> it's making these kids crazy, crazy kids. Curse, curse those
3: anti vaxxers It's a, it's the worst case of measles you'll ever see.
4: They didn't get the, they um, didn't get that measles vaccine. That's why they're going crazy. That's why they lost their shit. Now. Do you
3: think every gang headquarters has a landline and that they give the phone number out to, like, everybody? Because, like, New Girl seems to be able to call the Blackheart headquarters really easily. Just yeah, call Cody. Okay. Just uh, I don't remember. Well,
4: I'd imagine they all love a, a line with each other so they can, like, you know, taunt each other. It's like, it's yeah. like I see what you did, motherfucker. I'm coming for you, you know. <laughs> so I was thinking more online just, it's your friend running bitch yeah, no, 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 exactly <laughs> do you have Prince Albert in a can motherfucker <laughs> let that bitch out uh,
3: <laughs> now we, we, you know we get towards the close of the movie and we see everyone ride through a window was, do you think that was a good idea, riding your motorbike through a window?
4: Well, I, I didn't notice if these motorbikes were were, were armored with, with with extra panels as well. But I'd imagine if these, because uh, they, they were nothing but like um like Kawas- Kawasaki and yeah, shit. There was a were just
3: dirt bikes. Yeah, they just, they
4: were made for heavy bikes or anything. These, but they could they, could, they yeah. could literally fly through a window, but only if they had like the extra padding on them. So I'd imagine yeah. these bikes were well panelled as well.
3: Yes, yeah, it, just, it was just like, everyone's got to get inside quick, let's ride through the window. Uh, you know, I to, 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 def- to deflect bullets, of course, you know. Uh, of course, yeah, because flying glass deflects bullets. Um, now, out of, out of all of this, I think the biggest question is, what do you think a bad, fucked-up George Jetson nightmare is like? Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's
4: a line in that movie that, that I love, and <laughs> I'm not quite sure what he meant by that, because the, the only robot in the Jetson home was, was the maid, so I guess if they had a killer maid in that in the, in the school, like a killer janitor, that analogy would, Maybe? Would, would work real fine in this situation. Yeah, it would have mocked you to death. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, well, either that or,
3: you know, I thought maybe, just maybe, um, you know, there was some sort of weird S&M thing with George on the on the outside treadmill and, and Jane, you know, whipping him in oh, a leather outfit. The, the,
4: fu- the fuck machines in the Jetsons universe have to be astronomical.
3: Yeah, see, that's what I'm thinking. So, that, so, when, he, that,
4: that, so when he says, Jane, get me off this crazy thing, he, he said, really means, Jane, I'm getting off on this crazy thing with a studded yeah. dildo in his ass just going by a piston or something, you know.
3: Uh, who knows? Who knows? And I think at that, that point, we probably want to step away from that thought process.
4: <laughs> Jane just working that Sibion. See, I got nasty thoughts you know. <laughs> oh, what is it? Rule 34? Rule, rule 34? <laughs> <laughs> you no. <know, when> <laughs> I, I, I would like to imagine somebody's done a Jetson's porn by now, because, you know, with all the people hot for Judy Jetson, I'd imagine Ooh. that has happened. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure she's fucking her, her, the maid and the father in that episode. Oh. And possibly the brother.
3: Oh, and everybody that's seen there. All right.
4: <laughs> Miss, <laughs> Mr. Spacely's at the door.
1: Ooh. <laughs> Ooh,
4: yeah. What does he's he's so short, he's just getting down to that muffin. But we, we get in a strange place in this episode. I'm sorry, guys. You know, but, I uh, yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: Oh, I don't want to see Mr. Spacely sprocket, that's all I'm saying.
4: Just, just tickle him with the mustache. <laughs>
1: Your time is almost up, so give me your final thoughts.
3: So, look, you know, we're we're, we're heading towards the, the climax of this movie and we've learned that there is no turning off robo-teachers. That's got to be bad design, doesn't it?
4: Yeah, we know, once, once they become self-aware, it, it, this happens in so many things. You know, you build robots too good and they become self-aware and there's no way to stop them because they clearly have no master because what happens in the end of this movie is... Ro- robo uh, gym teacher uh, Patrick Kilpatrick is uh, gets hit by the bus, and that he's now just a bootleg Terminator exoskeleton. Well, half and yes. half, really.
3: Yeah, yeah, and, and then, um, you know, crawling. Just do he even does the crawling, dragging thing.
4: That, that's he does what, all of it. Yeah,
3: he does all of it. It's just
4: like, a. Yeah, and the, sco- the score is, is, is blatantly ripped off. Yeah, it, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt my feelings. That I've watched a film like this before. It's no. just the score <laughs> is just. It's there. Just listen to it. And, you yeah. know, yeah. Oh, you can't. You
3: <laughs> cannot You cannot miss it. You cannot miss it. Now, you know, we, we talked about Patrick Kilpatrick, but Robo Pam has, like, she's got green guts uh, and lights and a flame to her arm, but her prospect prosthetic apparently makes her twice the size that she was before. Also yeah. she's got a chest like she's wearing a barrel.
4: Well truth be told people have met her before she's a very short woman okay mm. but she projects tall on screen kind of like a Tom Cruise but um, <laughs> she, she's, she's a very short woman so the fact that her robot parts make her taller it just makes me happier it gives me more of a continuity uh, thing that then she can be taller with her robot parts, Yes. and that her robot parts include a torn titty that you just see the nipple just hanging out of that thing, you know. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah and that wasn't like even vaguely creepy at all. <laughs> it's just like ill. I mean, Pam's <laughs> hot. Pam is hot, but torn titties not so good.
4: Everybody has a turn off, and um, uh, yeah, that's, that's right. right, that's right. I don't no kink sh- shame anybody. If you like torn titties, you know, go Man, for it. You know, so
3: bad as long as it's consensual.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, now one of the things that wasn't
3: consensual obviously being being a tech for like an evil corporation that never pays off that never pays off you're always going to end up dead
4: yeah because of course you know in the end like, we didn't know this already, he reveals his true intentions with these robots that he's gonna put them all over the country, or whatever you want to call it, you know?
3: In, in every school. That's in
4: every school. <laughs> There'll be no fucking students left, hence no need for public schools, you know? Yep.
3: It's learn or die. See,
4: so see, I don't know if you're half familiar with this, this could be a, a ploy by the charter schools to say, you know what, fuck all those useless public school kids. Yep. We don't need the, the dregs of society that is those people. They can't be good, right? Let's just kill them all with these manic t-shirts.
3: Yeah, that's right. Poor people deserve to die. Well done.
4: There is no middle middle class.
3: Welcome to corporate America. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) as Cody mentions, your history to me harden and puts a bullet through the history robot's brain. And it's just like, (laughs) oh Cody, you're doing so well. And then of course...
4: (laughs) To be fair, his mouth was wide open. Okay, just ready yeah. to stick that barrel in his puss and just shoot yeah. the back of his head out.
3: Oh, it's just you know. Then we go to obviously exploding Pam Greer and Cody's response to that is, "I guess I blew that course."
4: Oh yeah, <laughs> you, you you need the puns in a movie no. like this.
3: You can, you know, that's something about '80s action movies. Puns were just the thing. You could oh. never have too many.
4: All, all this was missing was a boom mic in a couple of scenes. <laughs> this is all this is missing, and it was yeah, imperfect.
3: That, that that would have been it. And, and you know, we finally get we, we get you know to the to the point where new girl's been captured, and Stacy's monologuing, and what's left of Robo Coach comes in and punches Stacy's guts out.
4: Yeah, Through his
3: back, at the front, <laughs> and we still don't get an answer whether whether he's really a robot or not.
4: Yeah, this could be a real Halloween three conundrum. You know, oh, this, oh, is man. the girl a robot? Was she a robot the whole time? We don't know. You know, no, will they not. will they rebuild him? Will he rebuild him with robot parts so he'll he'll be uh, uh, consigned with the rest of them to, to be to take orders rather than give them. You don't so get none of this people. in the sequel. You get none of this in the sequel, people. No, I know,
3: because the sequel, it, that's the substitute, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, no, there's, none, there's none of it.
4: Which is good on its own merits, but has very little to do with this movie. Yeah.
3: Well, it's got the same title. I think that's it.
4: <laughs> well, and then the supposedly same... They they think, you know, because spoilers, uh, Sasha Mitchell from Step by Step in the Kickboxer sequels is not a robot in the movie. He's acting like a robot. <laughs> uh, he's just wearing really fancy padding you <laughs> could take a lot of blows uh, again it's a lot of fun to watch though watch, watch that movie too
3: it is a lot of fun and you know what kids do that in your time tell me what it's yes. about now we've reached the end of it and every 90s and 80s action movie needs to end with a big rock anthem and we get come the day by Mid it's a good. It's a good man. man. Oh, you know, there was a little bit of a tear in my eye, and I went, "Yeah, that's right. We're all gonna live happily ever after." Thanks, Midge. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, it's no Vienna, but you know what? It's not bad.
4: Yeah, yeah no consequences either. <laughs> the, at least you don't find out because they literally walk or, walk by, walk out the burning wreckage that once was their school and there there are no black cards or razor heads left. Just no, no, just, no just, just just coping this lady and that's all that's left, you know. Yeah, and that that's all they need.
3: That's all they need and they can just walk off into the sunset. And you know, neither uh and you know, and and new girl, her father's dead. So she's got no parents, she's got no home. Cody's brother's dead. But we're not gonna worry about any of that. We're just gonna walk off to midjure and everything'll be okay.
4: Well, then, she feels, then she's free to, to to bang black dudes, and Culp is free to to do as many drugs as he wants to, supposedly. Supposedly, big, handful.
3: big handfuls of drugs. Why not? Oh, maybe yeah. they're
4: gonna they do, they're gonna do them together. Who knows?
3: Maybe maybe Cody but, wants to bang black dudes. Who
4: knows? Maybe maybe he does. You know, they, his hair is real pretty. You go back in jail real easy. And, you know, they'll yeah. think he's real cute, and yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> What uh, handy ran like a pack of
4: cigarettes is that never- Oh you need you need it rolled up in your sleeve man those, those are currency in there like ramen noodle packets is it this uh <laughs>
3: Mate, I have, I really enjoyed this educational experience, and um I can only hope that apparently your brain is attached to a few more
4: videos, that, and we can talk again. Oh, you know, man, this was a uh, this was the time, but I uh, I gotta go back into the computer, I guess. And yeah, look, you, you look, look want for more sex tapes? <laughs> look for more <laughs> sex tapes based on uh cartoon characters and whatnot, you know. <laughs> well, you know what? If I ever watch one and you pop
3: up, I'll know where you landed.
0: ...to Witch vs. the Doomsday Clock. A proud member of the Legion Podcast Network. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and on your Android device. Come join the rest of the Meat Popsicles in our Facebook group, facebook.com groups slash Witch vs. the Doomsday Clock. The replicant known as Witch can be found on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, and Instagram by searching for T-H-E-W-Y-C-H. Now, in the words of Lord Humongous,
2: Just walk away, and there will be an end to the horror.
3: Big thanks to my fellow podcasters for their support. Rock on, my brothers.